Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, if you're an entrepreneur and you're stuck, you're going to want to watch this next episode. We'll be talking to a leading national expert. His story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I'm a member of EO, that's Entrepreneurs Organization, that's a global uh, organization of entrepreneurs. And one of the things that they talk about in EO all the time is getting unstuck and working on your business instead of in your business. But there are just countless entrepreneurs right now who are just running on that hamster wheel. They just can't find a, a groove. To talk about that today, David Chavez, he's with Assured Strategy. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes, and you have a, a long relationship with EO as well. I know you're a sponsor of EO Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was one of the founding members of the Las Vegas chapter. I ended up being the president of the San Diego chapter. I was in EO, I think, a total of 12 years. So. Yeah. It's a great organization where they share the gold and they, they say, hey, um, I can't advise you what to do, but let me tell you what happened to me. So what are you seeing in terms of entrepreneurs uh, you know, chasing their tail? Um, well, well I, think, I think that a lot of people, they start off a company and what I generally say is entrepreneurs are inherent squirrel chasers. We love new ideas, we know, love the new thing, and that becomes a little bit of our nemesis as we're growing a company. Um, what that ends up doing is taking us off path and taking us off focus sometimes of getting to the core business of what we're really offering the customer. So people get a little off path by taking on too many side projects or too many projects at one time. And it really just causes a disruption in the company and being able to scale. Sure. So. And let's talk about the stories we tell ourselves, because often uh, if you tell yourself a story long enough, you believe it. Oh, yeah. Well, we t tell ourselves some people say it's 6,000 stories a day. Some people say it's 60,000 stories a day. And it's interesting because those stories really shape the way we're doing things and the way that we think about things, too. And um, it's really interesting to go into a company where maybe they're a little they're not growing the way they really want to. And the company itself is actually telling itself stories also sure. through its leaders. Well, one of the reasons David is on on the show because he gives concrete information. I know that there's a lot of consultants and strategists say, hey, if you buy my program, if you buy my book, I'll tell you uh, what to do. And I watched an interview that you did with Kathy Ireland. We're going to put this on the screen. And in this episode, uh, you just gave away the gold. And I love that. Uh, you have the heart of a teacher, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really want to just help people. And just because they, un they know something doesn't necessarily mean they're actually going to do it. 
Yes. You know, so a little bit of it is um, I, I'm fine with giving away the information. Hopefully some people will pick it up, but um, really it's to give away the information so they can use it to really scale their company if they can do it on their own. If not, we're here to help. That's what sure. we do. Well, and I have to believe that your service has become even more popular following the pandemic because you talk about something that caused people to get stuck. I would suggest that we all, everybody in, in uh, on the planet has undiagnosed PTSD because the whole world shut down. Yep. And if you were a small business owner, uh, suddenly, unless you're getting a PPP loan, you're facing, I, I may be going out of business. What are, you, what are you seeing? Yeah, you know, um, right after the pandemic, it, it's funny you're bringing that up because I think that's a great analogy too, is, is um, right after the pandemic, there's a quote that's my favorite strategy quote. It's a quote, quote by Jack Welsh. Strategy is not a lengthy action plan. It's an evolution of a central idea through continually take, changing circumstances. So if you take Jim Collins' BHAG that's tw 10 to 30 years out, that's your real place where you're trying to take your company. And what, what Jack Welch was really saying is, don't fall in love with your business model or the path you're on right now. Be able to adapt that path as things change. When the pandemic happened, I went and sat with all my, the executive teams that are, were currently with our, our, our firm, and we sat down and went over where they're trying to take their company and then it was easier to adapt the path. So I didn't lose any clients. As a matter of fact, a lot of my clients had some of the best years ever right wow. around that time. And part of it is, is making sure that you're focused on the right thing. So like as the owner of the company, I love doing things like this, interviews like this. Right. Uh, I love uh, media relations. I, I just do the stuff that I'm good at and, I, and that brings me joy and none of the stuff that drains your joy. So talk about the importance of entrepreneurs doing what they're gifted in doing yeah it's 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 funny because uh, when we start a company we have to be the jack of all trades right i have to take out the garbage i have to clean the bathroom i have to you know i right. i have to do all these other things besides do what i'm doing and then as i start to scale i need to focus a little bit more of my time and attention and really if you're in the right spot as an entrepreneur, you're just loving every single day because you're just out doing what you love to do and you're not caught up in actually running the business that you're leave, the day-to-day -day things you're leaving to people to actually do for you that actually do it really well. And then you go out and you're sitting here talking to me today. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I, as I said earlier, uh, David and his team give away the gold. We got some pictures off of Facebook of some of the conferences and workshops that you do. What, when you're doing a, a workshop, uh, what is one of your favorite topics to, to educate on? Well, I, I think it's a little bit about self-awareness. I think um, people often think they have a lot of knowledge about self-awareness and they, they don't really understand how much they don't know about themselves. And what we try to do is help them understand that if they, if you know about yourself, it actually helps you have different conversations with your team because I may do things that are very limiting in a meeting that I don't even realize I'm doing. And if I'm the CEO or I'm the entrepreneur, no one's going to necessarily tell me. And there may be some people out there going, oh, I'll tell them. Um, a lot of times people that even say they tell them won't tell them. 
And so um, it's really just getting awareness about themselves and how their behavior ends up impacting the larger picture of what's trying to happen. And usually where our behavior gets us in trouble as entrepreneurs is really in our passion because our passion's a little overwhelming. I haven't noticed any passion since I walked in your place today. So. <laughs> He's being facetious. I'm so passionate about uh, this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just passion screams at you Thank walking you. into Thank this you. place. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying is that our passion gets us caught up sometimes yes. and actually it's a double-edged sword, right? Yes, and so it's really just understanding yourself and how that passion can also hurt your company too. Agreed. Right. I agree. He's uh, developed a, a bunch of raving fans. Here's one of them. <laughs> hey, good to see you. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a while, huh? Yeah, it has Got been a while. Crazy year. And um, again, thank you for putting the system that you put in place for us to actually work through some of the trials and tribulations that we've all experienced. Everybody says they've pivoted. Everybody says they've had to adjust. But without your system, it would have been a much more difficult uh, process to go through. And so we just followed our core values from being warm and engaging, valuing the person in front of you, down to earth, there to think differently. Um, and, e God. and even during COVID, like when you got a little stuck at sometimes, you uh, used those to help make some pretty critical decisions. Yeah, and, and also I had this little voice in the back of my head of David Chavez saying, hey, they're going to use those against you too. So if you want to be warm and engaged and you want to value the person in front of you, they're going to use that saying you're not being warm and engaged and you're not being valued when you actually are. So it's a double-edged sword, but man, without those, forget about it. And the bottom line is, you know, in our purpose statement of enhancing lives, that's what we try to do here. You know, you try to get 1,500 to 2,000 people every single Saturday trying to have the best experience they can have here. That wouldn't be possible without you know the processes that have been implemented and put together and worked on and changed and, and the feedback loop of having your staff take ownership and having your teams take ownership instead of you having to make every damn decision every day uh you know just sitting here this morning with you seeing me just chill out I, you gave my life back to me and that's what that whole thing is is uh i was running around like chicken with my head cut off for every weekend all the time and, and for why i had executives that i weren't allowed to make their own decisions and helping them make decisions so now it's a whole different mindset for me it's a whole different mindset for the team and we were able to utilize that and shift and pivot and use that for good and and now our our winery is running better than i could possibly imagine and and we're making you know, not just making more money, but making more people happy. And that's what eventually will lead to even making more money. So, and, what, and what, we were just talking about your valuation not too long ago. And you sure. say that that's just really changed a lot too, huh? Yeah, you know, um, just as a valuation of the business and valuation of the real estate and with it growing and expanding and putting money back into and revitalizing and all the stuff we've done, you know, you know, it's it's that number came back and it was like oh damn that's a pretty good number yeah so you know it's only good if somebody's willing to buy it or somebody's willing to sell it and i'm not willing to sell it yet <laughs> <laughs> because why i'm having too much fun thank but, you and that's yeah. again i'm enjoying my life once again and i'm enjoying 
uh, working through problems with people with a platform of which they're able to work through with those core values. And that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, once you enjoy your life um, and you enjoy what you do, you never work another day in your life. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Well, hey, it's great talking to you again. And you. Th thanks for uh, sharing a little bit with us. Yeah, no, it's all good. See, I love that, uh, David, because it was just so organic. Uh, you filmed that on your iPhone. Yeah, um, well, it was funny because um, um, after the pandemic started, this is probably about a year later, um, I just, I, I'd stop by the winery anytime I'm out in Southern California. I just try to stop by and he just happened to be there that day and we were talking and just reminiscing. And I go, hey, is there any way I could just do a video of you? And he goes, sure. And he goes, what are you going to ask me? I go, I don't know. We'll just go for it. And he goes, all right, I'm game. <laughs> so, no, I loved it because, you know, as a storyteller myself, you can tell when somebody's like a paid actor or something like that. And this was a, a man just telling his truth. Yeah. Uh, what's another story of, of somebody you've, you've helped? You know, it's really interesting. We I have a client um, right now that um, younger guy, um, very, very bright, business doing fairly well, uh, multi-million dollar company, just uh, wasn't wasn't doing what he wanted it to do and couldn't figure out why. Um, he thought his business was the product he was selling, but actually what he's realized is the technology that he was building around his product is his real asset. And um, then the other thing was he was trying to do a lot of it on his own. And we put together a leadership team, a senior leadership team, started uh, meeting on a regular basis with them. The ideas and the flow of what he's been doing, he's more than doubled his revenue in a couple of years, more than doubled in a couple of years. And that's been pretty astonishing to him because he never thought he could grow that much. But really just fixing the ideas that were coming in because all the ideas were his. Now his employees are giving him ideas. They're actually helping him fix some of the problems that the customer's having even better than he was trying to do by himself. And before he was trying to do it all himself. And now he's allowing his team to solve a lot of these problems. So he's not as busy, which is allowing him um, so right now he has a manufacturer that manufactures this product. He's actually looking to buy a manufacturing plant and manufacture his own product. Wow. So. David, I, I can see why you're so gifted in this area because um, as a strategist, you almost become a business therapist, don't you? I mean, you're, you're learning everything about your, your clients. Most definitely. We use uh, behavioral profiles. We do actually three. We do one that's the DISC, which is the behavior, how I act and behave. Then we use the values index, which is your motivations to really help you understand what you're motivated about. And then, and then uh, the last one is the attributes index, which actually teaches you how you think. And once you understand these things and start to get a lot of self-awareness around some of these things, you can start to mitigate the things you're not good at and get out of them and backfill them with the people who are really qualified to do sure. the things you need done. So David, in the little time we have left, if somebody contacts you off your website, what, what's uh, the procedure like? Do you get on a Zoom call or a phone call or how, how does that work? Yeah, we usually meet with them. Um, we'll, we'll have Linda, our, um, our, our um, revenue officer, talk to them and she'll get them find out what's going on with them. And then what we'll do is we'll get on a, a call with them with a coach. Um, one of us will get on. Usually it's me. I try to get on and, and, and really try to understand what's going on with that client to figure out 
what they really need so I can match them up with the right coach because I don't want to match them up with the coach that doesn't have experience around what they're trying to do. And that's how we approach it. And then through that meeting, then we'll start to identify some problems and identify, you know, look, our clients, most of them don't have, their business isn't doing bad. It's just not doing what the owner wants it to do, sure. right? Sure. It's more of they're not stuck because they're in financial trouble. Or they're really stuck because it's just not getting the results that they really want. Yeah. So we talk a lot about that and try to figure out like what's the root of the problem. We don't do that in a, in a, in a few hour meeting, but we do it through a series of meetings. And then we propose to them on how we could help them. Outstanding. Well, David, you've been an amazing guest. We're going to end with the website, which is assuredstrategy.com. The great David Chavez. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. Thank you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.